When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome in to the PHNX Suns podcast brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's number one sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and leave us a five-star review. I'm Lindsay Smith here with Saul Bookman, Espo, and Gerald Borgay, and we're already started off on the wrong foot because Brian said, if I'm wearing a beanie, you know we got Katie in the bag, and I'm not wearing a beanie, and I almost did. I literally almost did. But then I was like, because my hair's super dirty today, and I was like, oh, that's good enough. It's not that bad. It's tough. So I almost wore a beanie. Super dirty today. <laughs> it is. It's probably been like four or five days since I watched it. That was quite the interpretation on that opening spiel that we do. You did it in a different I did. Style it was very it was like, like a remix. I liked yeah. it. A bit had to mix it up a little bit. Brian said it's okay because Saul has the white hat on. I do. I do have the white hat on. How you guys doing? Pretty good. It was Friday. I'm sore as hell from pickleball yesterday. (laughs) Yeah, we played pickleball as a company yesterday and it was fucking fire. I mean, like, I won this fucking gold medal because oh I'm my the God, best brother. He pulled it out of his here at PHNX. Oh, that's what he left the room for to go get yeah. right before uh, well, we started. You know, also because, uh, you know, we, we love Pickleball Kingdom and we want to make sure that they get their just due because they were pretty awesome yesterday. They just were. just want to show this off a little bit more. Um, and, uh, yeah, if you, if you don't know much about Pickleball, you haven't gotten into it. We all tried it for the first time for the mm. most part. I mean, there was like 17 of us playing, and we played like a tournament. It was awesome. It was, it was so much fun. Like, it, it was a blast. I And great workout. I burned like 1,100 <laughs> calories in two and a half hours. I'm like, I would do this for fun. I forgot how competitive I am at shit. Not <laughs> as if this show doesn't remind me when we argue, <laughs> but like in a physical sport, how competitive I can be and how shitty I am at them. <laughs> I, can't, I just can't believe you let him win, Gerald. I mean, I I can't believe it. I couldn't control the other matches. The one of the two matches I played, Saul, I handed him one, his only L of the day. My only so, L, because we L. were we were alternating partners yeah. throughout the but day. But I did redeem myself. Yeah, so. I will give Saul this credit for this. He is a hell of a serve in pickleball for a guy that he just kind of picked it up. I think he might have been a ringer. I think he may have actually practiced for weeks on end and didn't tell anybody. Yeah. <laughs> well. You know, they they did. They were calling me um, sandbag Saul today on the golf course because our buddies at Burrito Express. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I took all their money today, so that was pretty fun. This man's just been winning the last. Yeah, I've been winning a lot in the last week. This all is a good week for Saul. We're going to the casino. <laughs> it's good redemption from our last snake draft. Yeah, it's, it's, it's hopefully <laughs> setting Ooh. a better Ooh. trajectory for today's snake. Leave draft. it to Lindsay to always bring me back down. Yeah, <laughs> and it was such a great transition. It's like get back to the show yep. and puts all down. Yeah, that's it. That's it. One fell yeah. But if you guys do want to play pickleball, pickleballkingdom.com is where it's at. You guys should try. It. It's also indoors, which is super yes. awesome yes. because yes. nobody wants to be outside right now. Let's be honest. And they'll even teach you how to play. They'll go through the basics. They'll teach you how to hit the balls the right way. And like it's it's. It's just phenomenal. Yeah, it was really fun. Okay. Kevin Durant is in town. Let's go. Yeah. 
Like a million reports came out yesterday. <laughs> a bajillion of them. Like, mm-hmm. From trusted people, not just random dudes <laughs> saying, yeah, I saw him at a... Uh, at the uh, you know Circle K, or I saw him out at uh, at a bashes. Like no, not that kind of crap. No, but we real... really did though. What didn't we? Didn't we all see? Wasn't he playing golf today? Well, we saw. Oh, yeah, we've seen we him saw, around I mean, town. Yeah, we we have actual evidence of him being around town. Like this right. is him today on the golf course with us. <laughs> you took his Just money so you know, too. Yeah, huh? I took. Right. Uh, yeah, I took all of his money. Of course, I took his money. All right, where okay. else? Where else has he been? He was. Uh, yeah. It, Oh so yeah, so quarter. Yeah. Wow, that Just seems chilling. that seems to make sense. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I don't yeah. know why he's wearing a long sleeve shirt, but hey, you know what? Like, Some I people wear like long that. sleeve shirts in the desert all the time. Yeah. Those are tall fountains. That's well, not a And he wore his jersey, like, which is uh, amazing. It's kind of yeah. weird, but it's okay. It's, it's kind of concerning. He's in the Nets jersey. Though. Well, no, it's throwback now. Oh, throwback night. Maya. Mm. Oh, yeah, there, Maya. Oh, there he is. There he is. There he is. You know he, you know he <laughs> partakes. So uh, a Maya club and day party. He's a man of the people. He was helping with construction at the light rail station. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> he, he's, he's already, already a part in of the, the community. He Absolutely. loves this already. city so much already. <laughs> he's helping build it. Look at that. <laughs> Gosh, what a guy. I mean, this is amazing. KD is already part of the fabric of Phoenix. Look at that. Okay, so why is Katie actually here? Go. We have no clue. We have no, idea. no, that's that's the point. I know. Oh, wrong answers only wrong kind answer. of thing. <laughs> no, just say, what's your what's your speculation? What do you think? To visit Scottsdale, his favorite city. Okay, he said it's one of his favorite cities in the country. So there was a tweet from 2011 where he said he met a girl in Arizona and kind of liked her. Mm-hmm. He's coming back to rekindle an old flame 11 years later. So. Okay, uh, I think he's just in town. He's gonna. Check out the scene, maybe get a little workout in, mm-hmm. probably hang with Book, yeah. and uh, just get the vibe and see how hard he really wants to push this thing. Because obviously there's been reports of other teams that are now on the list, the list if we were, and I think he's, you know what, Phoenix has always been at the top. Let me go hang out there. Let's get the vibe. Let's see how it goes. And then I'll make my decision on how hard I really want to push this thing or not. I mean, everybody that vacations in london immediately wants to come to phoenix after in the summer right so why wouldn't you go london to phoenix and hang out in the heat yeah but let's be real espo um rich people phoenix is probably a little bit different than our phoenix yeah you know what i mean like outside still hot as shit no matter how rich you are yeah but it's nice when you have an olympic-sized pool that you can jump into <clears throat> Sorry, I can't catch my voice. You still got to walk from so the house dying. to the pool. Still hot as shit. Okay. Doesn't matter how rich you are. Unless it's an indoor pool, then yeah, but all people bets are still off. go to Vegas in the summer, and yeah. it's just as hot. We've been, yeah, club, we've been the, to Maya Day Club during the day, and it's it was fun as hell. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's hot, but you know you're used to it, and you just get through it. He's at also OG's collecting his uh, his lifetime uh, supply that they offered him. <laughs> I do. Room. I do think it's fun how we're all having a good laugh at all of these things around KD being here. But if we're being realistic, he's probably just here a little bit of vacation and also to probably work out with Devin if we're being realistic. Because less than a month ago, we heard he was working out with Devin. The only person who he's been talking to is Devin because they're working out together in L.A. Well, maybe they decided to move the workouts here to Phoenix for a few weeks. Maybe. Maybe they'll go work out in New York next. Who knows? I mean, and if it is serious and he does want to come here, somebody in the chat said he could be looking at house. I mean, there's a million reasons he could be here. Gamble was the first to report it late yesterday on Burns and Gambo on 98.7. Mike Jarecki uh, doubled down on it yesterday in the 6 o'clock hour saying, 
uh, or actually it was later he said he had landed around seven o'clock with his bodyguard and stuff. So, so credible people saying that he's here in town. I checked. He is not working out at the Suns facility. And I don't say that sarcastically because NBA players are allowed to work out at any NBA facility during the summer. So he could have actually done that and been the greatest troll job ever. But I can tell you, he is a, he is, has not, at least as of this morning, been in there. Well, you know, I've been holding on to this all day. Um, but uh, it is confirmed that he is here in the Valley. Um, and Kevin Durant is actually walking through the door. No, I'm just kidding. I, I, oh, I was just fucking with you guys. That would have been, cool. been Hey, we had a great <laughs> if Kevin Durant would have walked through that door just to see the look on your guys' faces if that really was a secret that I was holding on. Would have been just the best thing. <laughs> would have been like, I wish I wasn't wearing this fucking shirt. <laughs> <laughs> he probably would have been like, it giving you a hard time about it. it would have been good. Gerald, that's the most precious thing you've said. So concerned about your Ninja Turtle shirt. Aww. I think actually he would respect that. The teenage mutant ninja yeah. squirrels. Yeah. I think I think KD fucks with it. My girlfriend TMNT. was not a fan of this shirt, but I had to do it once for the show. What? Yeah. It's time for a new girlfriend, girl. <laughs> wow. Happy anniversary. That might be a little too far. I'm kidding. Uh, I'm kidding if you're watching. Just a little. Don't let him talk to you like that, Amy. Happy so, anniversary, Amy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. Hold so, on. It's your anniversary and you wore the shirt she doesn't just like. Just for the day. We're gonna I'm gonna change before our He's dinner. It's gonna tonight. change as well. That's, that's low key. You and Kevin Durant will get along because that's low key trolling. <laughs> like I mean it is what it is. I suppose determined to ruin your relationship right <laughs> he now. He is. <laughs> He's on one. You got to keep an eye on that guy. It's All funny. right. Speaking of KD, there was also uh, news that came out from Mark Stein, right? About mm-hmm. him getting a boatload of money from the Brooklyn Nets mm-hmm. in the midst of him asking to be traded. How do you guys feel about this? It was interesting to me because I, I mean, a lot of things about how NBA contracts work and how they're paid and how it's kind of slotted out throughout the season comes down to individual contracts. And a lot of it is not something that's public knowledge a lot of the time. Um, so it was interesting to me to find out that he gets a payment on July 1st and October 1st, about 10 million each. So he's basically making almost half of his salary before the season even begins. I, and I was kind of surprised about that. And for me, I don't, Again, I don't know how this, the nitty gritty of this type of stuff works, but like if he's getting paid almost half his salary before the season starts, like doesn't that kind of open the door to him being more willing to sit out? Like I, I don't know. And how does it work too? Can they recoup money if he is sitting out? Is that just, you know, I think so because correct me if I'm wrong, but if you sit out without a legitimate reason can't they fine you for isn't that what happened with ben simmons they can fine you but like it's not like they could go that 20 million we're we're reversing that direct deposit bring that money back to us like it's an interesting wrinkle and and he got paid 10 million already if he does get traded how does that work does the team that because that's technically money for this next season right does the team that trades for him have to have to pay that, help him pay that money back. Does he give it back, and then the Suns or the you know the Celtics, whoever pay him, like all sorts of weird stipulations with this. It gets it gets more bizarre every little thing we find out about KD in this whole thing. Right, and and in the report that Mark Stein wrote, he mentioned that like you know training camp will start in probably mid to late September. So that second payment on October first, if he's not showing up to cr- training camp, do they have grounds to like? 
withhold that part of that second payment from him. I don't know, but it is interesting because last year, I think Ben Simmons filed a grievance for salary that was not paid to him. Um, not similar situation, not the same situation. Um, so I don't, I don't know how this works, but I am interested because I feel like this is a wrinkle that could come into play later if he decides not to show up for training camp. And I'm curious to see which side in this ongoing game of chicken kind of blinks first. I also would wonder if that's something that you could use in the negotiating like behind the scenes, if mm-hmm. if if that money stays with KD and it just is what it is because that's how they wrote the contract, can the Suns or another team say, hey, we'll also throw in $20 million, a.k.a. cash considerations, mm-hmm. yeah. in addition to all the other things, right? Yeah. I don't know if there is a, a limit on what a cash considerations and a deal could be. Like, again, all sorts of little wrinkles here. And we never hear what how much cash was actually sent out either. So could be a couple hundred thousand. It could be millions. We have no idea how much yeah. is going out the door. It's all very interesting. Any, but Any chance if he is working out with book that they do? I'm getting like you saw. <laughs> you guys are getting so choked up yeah. at the thought of Katie being in the valley. Katie it's finally <laughs> here. <laughs> they do a DeAndre Jordan <laughs> and trap him. I'm so choked up about this. They so lock you're him asking, in a room. Do you think... The Suns players would do that to him? No. He's like, we're keeping you until <laughs> until Brooklyn decides to do this. I'm dying. <laughs> it's, it's the worst when you have to cough, but you're in a setting where you don't want to cough. And you're in the middle of a sentence? Yeah, oh, yeah. Tough. On a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this audio is fucking phenomenal. Oh, man. Um, No, I don't think there's a chance yeah, of that. They can't. They, yeah, they can't. you... It's not like he's a free agent, so you. Other <laughs> Brooklyn, things. we're not giving him back until you deal him for Jake Crowder. <laughs> Legitimately kidnap him? A couple first, so. I don't know. All right. Well, that's the latest on Kevin Durant. Obviously, we will continue to talk about this until there is a resolution. <laughs> but until then, shall we move on to another really big name? Uh, yeah. Another superstar yeah, in the to. league? Let's do it. One LeBron James. Uh, Kevin O'Connor wrote an article for The Ringer basically talking about how LeBron James is up for an extension, but does he feel like he should stick around with the Lakers? Is he, since he has not signed that extension, maybe does that mean he's looking elsewhere to see if there's another place he could go win a couple more rings with? And this little excerpt from the article says, if LeBron does end up finding himself with a wandering eye, Here's how I'd rank his best fits around the league. And then Kevin O'Connor had the Suns as his number one option, saying LeBron is BFFs with Chris Paul and old friends with James Jones. The Suns want Durant. Wouldn't they also want LeBron? Phoenix itself is a great city. Arizona has lower taxes than California. It's a short flight from L.A. LeBron would get accused of riding coattails, sure, but the Suns did fall short in the 2021 season. They also fell short in the 2021-22 season, and he asked the question, are they getting a little long in the tooth in 2022-2023? Well, they are getting a little long in the tooth when you're talking about Chris Paul. There's one person. Yeah, yeah. And, but he's a key person, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, and listen, uh, when, when, when Flex way back has said the Suns will be in the market for a big-time superstar, mm-hmm. I immediately thought it was LeBron. We like both I, pointed to him. Yeah, right? and I was like, because because of the relationships that LeBron has with players and obviously James Jones on the team, um, I, it would not shock me whatsoever if this was the plan B 
at some point. I like, actually think it costs you less too. I, I think it does. Well, you don't have to give up much. No, mm-hmm. because it's a one. He's on a one year. You know, the only hesitation would be: Are you willing to give up assets to the Lakers? You know, because could that come back and bite you in the ass? But quite frankly, I don't care. I actually think yeah. LeBron fits better than than KD. If if you're giving up less, he can play that power forward spot. <laughs> you know. His relationship with CP3 and James Jones is is a great one, a solid one. I actually would prefer that if I'm sitting in James Jones' spot. LeBron, I think, even likes the Valley. Mm-hmm. I think he, he respects Suns fans now that he's actually seen like intense Suns fandom because for a, a majority of his career, mm-hmm. uh, the Suns were kind of irrelevant. But that playoff uh, round against the Suns, I think, kind of opened his eyes as to what could be here in the Valley. Mm-hmm. He's always wanted to play with Chris Paul. That's been no secret. Like, it makes sense. And and I, I love Espo's point. If you're talking about keeping all those pieces <clears throat> and then you add a LeBron, LeBron is one of the best all-around players in, the, in league history. He can facilitate as good as anybody else um, and he can get his like he's a perfect fit for what you're trying to do as opposed to a KD who's basically a dominant scorer um, can do other things yes but it makes sense to me and and if we get to a point where LeBron bypasses it and does not sign that that extension it's open season which time. He, technically correct me if I'm wrong I'm pretty sure KOC in the article said he has until basically this time next year. Yes. To sign the extension. So yeah. this yeah. could be a very drawn out thing, just right. like the Kevin Durant. But thing. he's a free agent after this yes, season. He is. It's, it's this year is what's left on. So the he could still right? sign that extension, so. but he yeah. al- he could also sign with any other team. Right. And if you're the Lakers, do you want to risk it and not get anything in return for LeBron um, halfway through the year? Especially, dude, you need to stack up picks more than they anybody. Need picks like real they're bad. they're they're on the the backside of this 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 hill they need assets they they need them desperately so if the suns want to sacrifice a, a first rounder here or there i'm okay with that well and they darvin ham the new coach there in la has already reportedly said they want to run their offense through anthony davis like that's going to be their focus and lebron supposedly <laughs> okay but said, like how okay, yeah. you're going to do that i don't know I mean, crazy. Crazy but, but that's good we're going to run it through the bench <laughs> and come right back <laughs> yeah. uh, it'll be in the hospital in the trainer's room you got to go through there yeah. uh, look though i i think there there was a, there's a path there and i i find that very fascinating i think lebron would be great in the point 5 offense with Monty. gives you another passer so you could take some of the pressure off of uh, both CP3 and and book to to have to carry uh, all that load like I don't know I know it it's all pipe dreams that we're operating in but I really think that makes more sense I get it he's four years older than Kevin Durant but he had an MVP type season last year mm-hmm. and he doesn't have to carry the weight yeah you know he's got four other dudes five other dudes that would help facilitate the the burden that he would have to carry so he's not. He's not carrying it like he has to do in L.A. and and every other stop in his career. It's not like that anymore. Um, You just need him to be a solid all-around player. He can still get his. He can still score at a high rate. He can still, you know, he's a walking triple-double. Like, it does make – it makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I I mean, obviously with the LeBron trade, you're giving up less. I still think you're having to give up a boatload of draft picks and probably one of McHale and Cam Johnson Um, because you're just – you're. 
they're still going to hold out. It's LeBron James. Like even with only one year left on his contract, they're still going to want a return and you got to match his massive salary on top of that. But you'd still be left with those four and LeBron and that'd be good enough by far to win you a title. It alleviate a lot of the things we talked about with Kevin Durant as far as the wear and tear on Chris Paul and Devin Booker having to do so much. Um, my thing is that like, I, I don't understand the impulse. Like if LeBron came here, we, it'd be weird to cheer for him. Who gives a shit? Like he would win. He could help you win a title that's, easily. That's my one. thing is there's a lot of people in the comments who are like, but you really want to cheer for LeBron James? Like if he's in the Suns jersey, willing to make a deal with the devil <laughs> to win a championship. I would put yes, him in the he starting would cheer five. For LeBron James, come on! I'd put the devil in the starting five if it got you a title. Like, why? Why is this so hard? And yes, hello. I did call LeBron uh, an asshole for walking <laughs> with a cigar, and I'd I welcome that asshole to Phoenix in a heartbeat because we'd be a great team, title, you know, favorites, and the biggest bunch of assholes you've ever seen in the NBA, and I'm all right with that. Listen, you, you got to rock with the dudes that are on your squad. We all hate Pat Bev, mm. but if Pat Bev was a Phoenix Sun, Ooh. we would love some Pat Bev getting in other people's craw and causing a whole bunch of shit. Yeah. And like, right. it's just, it is what it is. And LeBron, like, listen, I think LeBron is such an interesting case because I don't, he's never going to top Michael Jordan for me, right? But he's the number one for a lot of a lot of people out there that saw his uprising um, here in the NBA. He's, for all intents and purposes, he's a really good dude, does a lot of philanthropy. Um, it's just the way he carries himself that rubs people sometimes the wrong way. Sometimes people just don't want to see you succeed. Right. And that's I think that's a large LeBron thing. Mm -hmm. But LeBron also brings on with himself because he's a little bit of a – he's got a little bit of – you know, he tries to be, do the showmanship thing, but sometimes it comes off as whiny. Um, you know, he, he seems like he should be such a dominant personality, yet sometimes he cowers down um, on the court and, and, you know, flails and is con constantly complaining and crying and stuff like that. That's what rubs people the wrong way. That's a large reason why a lot of people don't like Devin Booker because they I feel like he, say, he complains like all the time, right? Like, but it's okay if he's on your team. Yeah. Like, we love Devin Booker and we don't see him complaining at all. Yeah. If LeBron came here, I wouldn't see it either. Build like, him a it'll damn be right. statue if he comes here and wins a title. And Kota Kid, no, he ain't. Stop. Yeah. And I, I just, between the scoring, the facilitating that he'd bring, the defense when he's locked in, which would need to be a thing because defense in L.A. hasn't been there, like he would be a really good fit. I think Kevin Durant, because he's younger, would still be the better fit. But LeBron, like he launches you. If there are questions about Kevin Durant with the injury and all that, with LeBron, if he's on your team, you are immediately a finals contender with this group. Like, it's not even a question. So, I, I it's a no-brainer for oh, me if he's interested well, and, in coming. And in. for all those people that are always clamoring about national attention. Oh, we have we all of it. We would have all of it. Could you imagine all the national TV? I mean, I think they're going to get a lot of national TV games when the schedule's announced here in the next mm -hmm. few weeks anyways. But if you had LeBron on top of everything that the Suns have here it would almost be every night that yeah. you'd be able to see And that Brian's, movie. not to mention, we might get a call for once. Yeah. If he was on our team, yeah. we'd probably get a little bit um, of the officials on our side, yeah. if you will. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, okay. I, in the chat, somebody said I should wear a Jar Jar Binks costume if LeBron. Oh, my uh, God. If we get LeBron. 
That's such a that random it. thing. It, well, no, because no, we said Ewok, Ewok if Kevin Durant gets uh, here. Oh, so. yeah, you know Star what? Wars. I'm in. If LeBron's here, I will dress as Jar Jar Binks <laughs> as long as we I'm starting to make think sure the chat just wants okay. you to dress up as hey, something. Whatever they're in. Star Wars. You know, whatever. Guys, Halloween said, is just around the corner. Don't worry. But, you know, look, look, chat, I'm here for you if that's what you're into. I'm willing to do whatever it is <laughs> to get you guys going and get you coming back. All right. So, nobody. Nobody got that one? I didn't hear what you I said. I didn't hear what, what you said. said is that something that you think that you might be into? What is that from? Um, Flight of the Concords. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it sounded familiar, really but I couldn't place it. Really great. Sorry. Um, but yeah, so that's an interesting thing to definitely keep an eye on, especially maybe not right this moment, but like you said, he's got one year left potentially something at the trade deadline to keep an eye on. Mm. He could be a guy that if they work out some sort of of an agreement behind the scenes with the Lakers that he gets moved to the place of his choice as well. I mean, trade for KD, sign LeBron to the mid-level next year. Perfect. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> Eric, Eric in the chat just asked, when did the Suns become the bad guys? Um, it, they became the bad guys, and you didn't realize it was happening, but once they got housed by the Mavs, and the outpouring of hate across the country mm -hmm. to dance on the sun's graves, mm -hmm. that's when you knew, oh, we were the bad guys. Mm -hmm. Okay. I think it happened when they skipped steps and they went from yep. team not in, in the playoffs for a decade to team in the finals. Like, I think it's, that it's, whole thing made, made people dislike them. And CP3 was dislikable, uh, you know, uh, before this. And so. it's also the working out after the games. Like, people that rub people the wrong way, too. Like, yeah. you know, these dudes just beat you by 20, and now they're just working out on the bounce ball. Like, right. hey, fuck you. Again, <laughs> like, oh. they hate success, and they hated us during that finals <laughs> run because we were talking all kinds of shit, yeah. and because every other team was like, oh, they had this guy missing, they had this guy missing. So they were finding any way to – and it's weird because you would think a fan base that hadn't been in the playoffs in 10 years – that hasn't won a title as the longest tenured NBA team in any city to not win a title. You would think we would get, we did get bandwagon fans, but the turnaround as far as like, oh, these guys are fun. Like, nah, fuck these guys. I'm sick of them. Yeah. Was immediate. It was a crazy. Hey, Phoenix says people didn't like that money counting douche in the crowd either. Nobody yeah. liked no him. No well, kidding. Even we hated it. The, the sons and four guy. And four. The money counting douche. Mm -hmm. Like it was just. It was a lot to Our handle. Our fan representation on a national level may not have been the best. It was not great. The no. Phoenix Suns <laughs> are the most hated team in the NBA. <laughs> Suck it, everybody else. <laughs> I also think, let's be honest, I think Devin is a culprit in mm -hmm. this as well. Not because necessarily he deserves it fully, maybe a little bit here and there, because he is pretty petty. But I just think he's a guy that people can love to hate for mm -hmm. whatever reason. I think he's just one of those guys. Yeah, He's one of those who's super polarizing. You either love him or you hate this him. This is something that I'm going to hearken to because I feel like I've lived it. And I'm telling you, it's it's. <laughs> I call it hashtag team light skin. Some people just don't like us light skin brothers just balling, man. Like, it's just what it is, man. They hated on Steph Curry, but he had to show them, like, hey, I'm the real deal. And he'd come through and get a, a finals MVP to prove his worth for whatever reason. Like, it's a thing. Like, Wait, it really is a thing. I, I have no comment. <laughs> this may be an unpopular take, but I also think it's because his game spits in the face of the the analytical approach 
that has been pushed so hard. He is a mid-range guy. He's a guy that very much looks like an older school player. Yes, can he step behind the arc and hit those threes? He can, but I feel like that's some of it too because it's counterintuitive to what the game's become, and he had success doing something that people said you can't have success doing anymore. Yeah. I think it's because people thought he wasn't good and thought he was overrated and thought he was a losing player on losing teams, and they've been proven wrong every step of the way. And so rather than retract your opinion of him and say, I was wrong, People just find new things to hate on, and that's part of it. Like, and he, you know, book wines to officials. He talks a lot of shit, so people don't like that because they're like, "What have you accomplished? What have you done?" So does every but other, every yeah, yeah every other player. Luca hasn't done shit either. He's made a conference finals. Whoop de do. Have you made a finals? No. Well, and he's more annoying in his complaint. I mean, everybody, every single person in his league talks shit and complains <laughs> to the refs. Right. You have to do that if you're an NBA player. I think it's in your contract. Right. Everybody does it. It's a jealousy thing. A lot of these fans don't like to it. have guys have fun, date a Kardashian, make lots of money, have these cool cars. It's a jealousy thing. That like, bastard. It is. <laughs> I honestly do think that a lot of it comes down, it comes down to being jealous of these guys who actually have a talent and a skill that we all wish we had. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I don't blame you, right? Like, yeah, am I jealous that this person over here <laughs> has a skill that is literally top 100 in the entire world? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would love to have that too, but we can't all be that. Yeah, it's, it's got to be a healthy jealousy. It's like, damn, I wish I had your life, but you keep living your life because yeah. it's pretty fucking I'm awesome. For you. Good for keep you, doing man. it. I'm not yeah. jealous. I'm like, man, that, that's nice for him. That's good. Someday I'll get mine, you know? It's not like that, but... <laughs> Someday I'll perfect this jumper of mine. You heard it, Chloe. Watch out. <laughs> I'm going to get that out. I heard she's single. Let's go. It's always Kim, apparently, so... I wasn't talking about the Kardashian part. Why did everybody assume that? How about cool cars? You know, a nice wardrobe of old school shit. Did you guys see the headphones he posted Mm -hmm. on uh, his social? I love them. Yeah, they're pretty. They're like a very retro vintage vibe, which is right up his alley as far as his aesthetic. Yep, I'm a big fan. (laughs) What? Shane is just laughing his ass off over here. I don't know what you're pointing at. Oh, what are we? What is? Which one is it? I don't mind being hated. We'll just we'll just sick Chelsea Chelsea on on them. (laughs) 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 That's funny. (laughs) <laughs> oh here comes Chelsea. she's coming out I, I didn't mean it that sarcastically it just kind of came out that way it wasn't intentional oh, Shane has yeah, left the, shade is the mustache has left the building um but yeah okay so let's keep going on today's show we've got lo- hold on i love the fact that our producer left we have a second intern producer, and he has not moved to the actual computer. <laughs> He's just sitting there. He called Shane's bluff better than we could. He's like, you guys will be fine. It's yeah. okay. like, he'll be back. Well, this It'll thing's on fine. autopilot. Don't worry. Uh, we've got some things that we want to give to you guys. So we have two sweepstakes happening right now at gophnx.com. And we're going to pick a lucky winner later on in the month. So why not you? All you have to do is enter. First and foremost, we've got our Toast of the Month sweepstakes with Four Peaks Brewery. This sweepstakes, one lucky winner will win a $50 Four Peaks gift card, a PHNX t-shirt of your choice, and a PHNX annual membership. Uh, This one's cool because over at Four Peaks, 
the whole family is welcome to come in. The food is fantastic. They also have cool merch as well. So everyone can kind of enjoy this one, right? So go phnx.com or click the link in the show notes. Also, just a reminder, in order to enjoy Four Peaks beer, you do have to be 21 years or older, and we ask that you enjoy responsibly. And then our friends over at OG's also hooked us up with a sweepstakes, the Flavoring Life sweepstakes. And for this one, one lucky winner will receive three, yes, three bags of OGs, including their orange creamsicle and tropical flavors. You're also going to get an OGs hat, a PHNX shirt of your choice, and a PHNX annual membership. Once again, you have to sign up at gophnx.com or you can click the link in our show notes that'll take you over there. Um, but if you'd like to check out OGs, you can do that online at ogsbrands.com or you can find them on Instagram at ogsbrands. You can also find their products at your local dispensary. But again, no winks. For real, for real, you must be 21 years or older to purchase. Brian, and cut it out with that comment, Brian. 21 or older <laughs> only. That's the rules, and we're sticking by it. You guys ready for a draft? Yes. Yes. Sure. Damn, guys. <laughs> Don't be so excited. <laughs> I love that I picked a topic, and I'm oh, like, yeah. yeah. Well, why, are, why aren't you excited? You picked okay, the real topic. quick, before we get into that, uh -huh. we have a question that we have to answer. Nicholas said, is Four Peaks even good? Brother, Serious question. It is. And it's phenomenal. I've been going there since college before, long yeah. before we ever had this partnership. So I've yeah, been going there good. since elementary school. No, I'm just kidding. No, like, <laughs> look, they're, I actually drank their beer before. I, and I'm not a big beer guy, but the peach ale mm -hmm. is hands down one of my favorite beers of all time. I've, I've kind of fallen in love with the wow, uh, as well since we've been, uh, partaking in, in their stuff. I, mm -hmm. I personally really love it. I'm not saying it because they put money in their pockets. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The wow I mean, weed is the, good. The variety by which they offer um, beverages is, is great. It's yeah. great. I've had just about every single beer and every single one of them slaps. And their food does too. And yes. their beer milkshake. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm with you, Gerald. When I was in college, back before I became allergic to alcohol, I also was <laughs> able to drink Four Peaks. Kill Lifter was my jam back then. Kill mm -hmm. Lifter was the beer. We've talked about this. Yes. This is the beer that you had while you were playing beer pong. That was the beer you were enjoying. The beer pong beer was like the garbage beer that was like really cheap. Mm -hmm. But the Kilt Lifter is what you enjoyed while you were out. And then you made the mistake of when you ran out of the shitty gaming beer, you <laughs> used what was left of the Kilt Lifter to continue playing beer pong. Oh, that was always a bad choice. <laughs> you know what? We still drank it. You know what's good if Saul is, is giving praise to something made in Tempe. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. how good yeah. you know it is. Yeah. <laughs> and yes, the food there is is really good too. Everything that we've all had thus far, everyone has raved mm -hmm. about. So, okay. I like Tempe though. I just don't like the school that's there, that's, but I like everything else about Tempe. It's tough because I'm a Tempe kid myself. Yeah. Okay, well, I thought you were a Cordis Junction kid. Now, Marcus Sneeza, baby. I went to high school well, in Marcus you know, Sneeza. Everybody has that one thing that they should be ashamed of. It's all right. You went to Seton Catholic. They I weren't even a, a qualified school. Until, I had a like, bunch of friends that went to Marcos Deniza, so I used to give them shit. Back to our snake draft. Today we are drafting, <laughs> We're drafting high schools in Arizona. Nineties oh, shows, and I feel like this is going to be a hard one because there are tons of shows from the nineties, and it can be anything. That's what makes this fun. Animated. It can be a sitcom. Whatever you want. Yeah. And is... the order is going to be Espo, Lindsay, Saul, Gerald. Also, should we... So I'm the fourth pick? Yeah. Do okay. we need to give a... Technically, Gerald won our last one by like I did. 0.2%. It's not technically. He did win. I did win. And I came in last. But he won. 
Yes, I know, but if you look at it on your mobile phone, it says we tied. Yeah, Still, but he won by 0.2%. Because my name is highlighted on the poll. I, I'm pretty sure. I got <laughs> Gerald. Gerald. <laughs> it doesn't say almost Lindsay. It, it says was Gerald. Gerald. <laughs> Gerald did win. By like three or four votes, probably. It was, <laughs> it was, it was close. It was, it was, it was probably one. Let's be honest. It was but, oh, I hate having the first pick because the first pick is hard. It, inevitably, it sets the tone. <laughs> it's a <says> bad pick. <laughs> it, well, yeah, bad pick. It's coming. And one of these is it's probably going to be a bad pick. We're I, I'm between two here. Okay. I'm going to go Friends. Okay. Uh, of I course mean, you did. It's because it's a show that people still watch today. Mm-hmm. They freaking are doing road shows with set pieces from the show still like mm-hmm. it's had longevity i won't say another pick but there was a pick in the in the chat that was from a similar time period and also a sitcom that does not have that longevity does not withstand the test of time uh as well that could have gone number one but i, I will stick with friends okay mine are all going to be much more cartoonish you're going on the nickelodeon side aren't you <laughs> well that's what i yeah. was able to watch in the 90s so um this one technically came out in the 90s but i did wasn't able to watch it till i was older but goosebumps Goosebumps. loved it okay you were prevented from watching i was not allowed to watch goosebumps i had to go to my friend's house up the street and her dad would let her watch goosebumps and me and my sister would go to her house we watch goosebumps and then i would have nightmares at night my mom would be like why are you having nightmares i'd be like i don't know i don't know (laughs) could you read the book i did not watch goosebumps no i wasn't allowed goosebumps were off the table wow um, I am between three. Man, this is really, really tough. I'm going to go with Simpsons. Okay. Because it started in 1990. It's the longest running animated TV series of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a classic. Like, everybody's seen The Simpsons. Like, you can't go wrong with that. Uh, yeah, I think also its best stretch run was there in the, in the mid-90s. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a good pick. All right. So I'm going to go with... I got back-to-back picks here. You Correct. do. I'm going to go ahead and take the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air yeah, off the board. That was, that was that was one of the ones. Because I, I was thinking about maybe waiting till the second or third round, but I know it's going to be off the board. By yeah, the I don't think you would have had it. And then I'm going to go with... Hmm, I'm going to go with Hey Arnold for my second That's pick. That's a good one. Wow. Love Hey Arnold. Yeah. Hey Arnold, okay. okay I'm going to go with one that I feel like if you were... Listen, like Lindsay... You you grew up, you were born in what, 90, 91, something like that? I don't, I don't know. know. Something in the 90s. And so, like, you, you had to have been, like, our age, really, to really appreciate what the 90s had to offer. Because TJIF was a banger. Oh, yes, it was. It was a you banger. You would plan your week around, yes, how, around TGIF. what's coming up on Friday. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, and on a show, I don't even, it's funny, I say TJIF, but I'm not even so sure that this show was on there. But I'm going to say Boy Meets World. Okay. Because, oh, that was um, because, so high on my screen. Wait, so you're not TGIF? It was on TGIF. It was on TGIF, but I, I was a little confused. But yeah, dude, listen, Corey and Topanga. Mm-hmm. Topanga was like the crush. Like, Born, like she Born was so awesome. What a name, too. I know. Like, Where did you they never come heard, up with I was that? Like, what the heck? Yeah. <laughs> it was just such a classic. You, you, got, you can't go wrong with that. Corey, Sean, and then Topanga. <laughs> but she, it, it fit the character. She was like this out there she hippie was. kid when it started. Like, mm-hmm. If you go back and watch the first few seasons, like she was really out there. So. Okay, my turn. Before I pick, we do have a super chat. Oh, never mind. Nope, don't read. Don't read it. It gives away picks. Just 
Okay, yeah. we're saving the super yeah. chat. Well, Kyle took it away. After after it's picked, we can. Okay, oh, well either took way, it away. thanks Kyle. Yeah, thanks Kyle for <laughs> taking the money you gave us away. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what happened. Um, okay, I'm gonna go Daria. Okay, I love Daria. Mm-hmm. Daria Sarich. D A R I A. Yeah, you've never seen Daria, Shane? So good. Daria is. A classic. By the way, last time I checked, it was on Hulu, and yes, it does still hold up. Holy shit. I'm getting my first and second picks in this draft. Are you going to go with another sitcom? Oh, man. It's People people would argue that that was the number one show in the Mm -hmm. 90s. I couldn't pull the trigger at one, but at eight. Is that why you were mad at me for reading it? Because he had said, friends suck, Seinfeld's better. Do you think I'm a Seinfeld person? No, I knew you were going to take. I I was overthinking. (laughs) I do feel like people either like friends and hate Seinfeld or like Seinfeld and hate friends. Yes. I was definitely in the like friends, hate Seinfeld camp. So that's why I did not draft it. So I. I appreciated Seinfeld more when I was younger and Friends more now. I don't know. Yeah. Probably because my wife brainwashed me. She li- she watches slash listens to it every night when we go to bed. So That is a great pick for the number eight pick in the draft, though. I'll give you that. I'm going to do... Oh, oh, wait. You have, no, a... I got, oh, wait, I you have one more. I forgot. One. I forgot. My bad. My bad. My bad. I was, okay, was going to take... Uh, on Boy Meets World was my... Your next bounce one. back pick. Uh-huh. Ooh, I there's a couple that weren't necessarily my jam, but I think people like. And okay. you know, I'm just gonna do. So I'm gonna, gonna go X Files here. Okay, I did watch that occasionally. They let you? I, well, I watched it <laughs> in the 2000s. Oh, gotcha. When I was a little older well, and allowed to watch those things. Much like mm-hmm. why Katie's out, also, out here in Arizona, the truth is out there. So. Sierra Vista, I feel like, was always a couple years behind the rest of the world. So, like, you know, when I started watching shows, they had probably been around for a few years. Mm. It's always a, like five the or ten years. was a little back. slow out there. You know, just, just a smidge. Saul went TJF and I went must see Thursdays with my first two. <laughs> um, let's see. I think I'm going to go. These are tough ones. These next ones on my list. I have like nine or ten that I think are all really great picks. Okay. But I think I'm going to go Rocco's Modern World. Oh, wow. Okay. That was a fun one. All three of your picks have been ones that were not on my board, but like barely just missed the cut. I just, I like, I like them. Like if, again, like, I don't know. I I don't even know what that is. There are so many Rocco's Modern World. It was like, what was he? I don't even know what he was. Is it Rocco's Modern Life? Kangaroo looking guy? Oh, yeah. Rocco's Modern Life. Oh, Modern Life? Yeah, it's R-O-C-K-O, Rocco's Modern Life. Um, Not bad. And his friend was like a turtle or a bug or something. He was something green. Yeah, I don't know. So I'm going to go with what I think is probably the number one um, non-comedy on the the board, Mm -hmm. Um, Twin Peaks. Okay. Twin Peaks was like just a legendary show. It's widely acclaimed like mm-hmm. i'm trying to get a fucking win here and i'm picking some bangers yeah. like i better i better come close well let's see here we'll see how this goes though yeah somehow, there's somewhere. so many I grew good up in the ni- shows i grew up in the 90s uh my sister liked daria like i didn't i didn't fuck with goosebumps but i know a lot of people did and i don't even know what rocco's modern life is so it's mm. good it's good all right so i'm gonna go with this is tough 
What you got, Gerald? What you got? I'm gonna go with uh, Saved by the Bell. Okay. Mm. Good call. And then I'm gonna go with South Park. Did South Park Did start South in the nineties? Started, mm-hmm. started in ninety six or ninety seven. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. I do like South Park. Mm. And South Park is solid to this day still. Yeah. I didn't realize it started that far back. They've been around for a while. I think they just wrapped up season twenty-five or something. Saved by the Bell is a is a that was a good Kelly Kapoor was my comeback. Was one one of my first childhood crushes for sure. Kelly Kapoor or Kaprowski? I thought of Kelly Kapoor from The (laughs) Office. Not not from The Office. From I was like Kelly Kaprowski. That's the wrong show, buddy. (laughs) I agree. Both Topanga and Kelly Kaprowski were uh, were big crushes. Kelly Kaprowski. Oh. Oh wait, my wife's yes. in the chat. I did not just say that. So. It's okay. It was she the '90s. You didn't even know her in the '90s. I did know her in the '90s. She was my crush in the late '90s. So I met her in '98. So. Look at you. Look at that. You're up. Oh, I'm up. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, I have it right here. Oh, uh, Beverly Hills 90210. Okay. okay. Quality call. Yep, 90210. Yeah, Everyone know that. Okay. I am going to do Legends of the Hidden Temple. Yeah. Yes. Good call. Nice it's one. such a good one. Go Blue Barracudas. I wanted <laughs> nothing more in my life than to be on that show. I know. It would have made me the happiest kid in the entire world. I know. And I always, when, I what just, were the bad guys that would come out and grab you? Oh, and oh, the, yeah. Temple guards. Yeah, the temple guards. guards. I was always God. shouting at the TV like, knock them off. Like, why are you <laughs> getting captured so easily? CW made an adult version remake last year and it was trash. Was it? Hot freaking trash. I love that show so much from, from my childhood mm-hmm. and I watched it thinking, oh, this will be fun. No, I'd much rather just go watch reruns have, from the 90s. Have you watched uh, The Floor is Lava? Yeah, that one's fun. I think that one's fun. I mean, it's ridiculous. But it it's is, fun. but it's fun. Shout out Olmec, big talking head. Yeah. <laughs> All right, All right, Gerald, what you got? I think it's oh, it's mine, sorry, my bad. She keeps trying to skip my pick. <laughs> my that was my bad. Well, I'm no, because gonna... he had double picks, so I just figured it was Gerald's. I knew there were double <laughs> picks here. I'm gonna go super sloppy double dare. You can just put double dare, but yeah. that was that was fun. Go to and. Like you said, you wanted to be on Legends of the Hidden Temple. There was nothing more that I, that I wanted to do than go through that final co- obstacle course mm-hmm. on Double Dare <laughs> and dive through the mouth and do all, you know, look for the red flag, like mm-hmm. uh, all that. Uh, so much fun. And then my final pick, uh, this one's a little off the board. I took the mainstream in the first three. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go late night with Conan O'Brien okay. because it opened my mind to – comedy and uh, obscure comedy and okay. have been a Conan guy ever since. I actually went and saw Conan uh, on my bachelor party. Like that was how much I I like Conan, so. Okay. So this one that's two, right? Yeah, you did two, yeah. right? Yep. This one's tough because there's so many that I could choose from. But like I love Recess. Loved Recess, mm-hmm. but I one. think for me personally, I liked Pinky and the Brain better. Oh, good Pinky and the Brain was like every Saturday morning you would wake up and that was there. <laughs> and all you wanted was a sidekick to be so you guys could be Pinky and the Brain. You you mean, uh, I always thought... I always thought David Stern and Adam Silver when they were a commissioner and 
uh, a deputy commissioner looked like Pinky and the Brain together. <laughs> Wait, have so. you watched the Animaniacs reboot on Hulu? I have it. Is it have, good? Yeah, they have new Pinky and the Brains on it. So are you Pretty taking... Good. I think I'm going to do Pinky and the okay, Brain. So okay, so you're not taking the show it was in. You're taking... It eventually became its own thing. All yeah. right. I'm going to go with one that just makes me laugh. And, and to this day, it still holds up. It makes me just... It's just hilarious. It's mm. Martin. Okay. Uh, Martin is just like, it's so damn funny. Okay. So I got some options for the last pick. You guys have left me with Rugrats, Doug, and Batman the Animated Series I on almost, the board. I, I knew you were, Batman I knew it was probably series. on your board. So underrated. Because it was really good. Um, yeah. Let's go with Batman the Animated Series. It's still holds up as one of the best Batmans that like kids can watch, but it's still kind of like dark at the same time. I, so I watched it as a kid and enjoyed it. I, I've gone back since HBO Max launched and mm. rewatched a bunch of it and appreciate it even more now yeah. as an adult because it's so well done. So. How did you not take Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? I honestly you like wear the shirt and not <laughs> pick it's, the shirt. It's not. He's it's, it's a parody of, of it. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I mean, there were a lot of good shows in the 90s. There were say? so many good shows. That's the hard part about this one that I kind of wish that we would have like separated the categories for the 90s <laughs> simply because can. there were so many good ones. Like I have All Real Monsters, Recess, Ren and Stimpy, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Like mm -hmm. people in the chat were mentioning Gargoyles. That was a solid Gargoyles show. Gargoyles was on my board. Darkwing Duck. If I was looking at just cartoons, mm -hmm. probably would have made my cut. Somebody's, I didn't know the 70s show started in the 90s. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it like started that in 70s like, show was great. Like it started in 99, I think. So that's why and I DuckTales was, DuckTales was good. DuckTales. Like there were just we could do a We could do a so 90s cartoon many draft 90s. at some point for sure. Well, I just gave them all. Well, no. Gave all mine I mean, away. <laughs> but it would change because we'd all be picking from a cartoon That's true. pool. So pool. Also, so Aaron said Buffy. Buffy was good. Somebody mentioned Xena mm -hmm. and Hercules. Like those, those were bomb. Those too. were like the great cheese shows. Yeah. Like if you didn't have cable as a kid, and and all you got was the old UHF channels, and you're like, yeah, that there we go. There's a show I can watch. I, I, I don't <laughs> got this Nick at Night crap. I Tales, got Xena. Tailspin, Dawson's Creek, yes, yeah. all bangers. T Tales from uh, the Night Rider was the eighties. Yeah, Night Rider was the eighties. Somebody mentioned Tales from the Crypt. I remember watching that when I wasn't yes. supposed to as a kid. Yep. This yep. is like, oh, I shouldn't do this. You know, there's all sorts of. Somebody men mentioned Parker Lewis can't lose, and that's one of those. Like random shows that I enjoyed. Larry Sanders show. Beavis and Butthead. Yeah, Beavis and Butthead. I don't know, man. I just feel like I wish cartoons were like this. I would enjoy watching cartoons with my niece more these days if they were like these cartoons See, from you back just in the need day. To introduce her to those cartoons That's from back true. in the day. But are they on streaming sites? Yeah, you can find any of the uh, Disney ones are all on uh, HBO or not on HBO Max. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So Disney someone said Plus. the Wire. The Wire didn't start till two thousand two, and I also left the Sopranos off because that technically started in the nineties, but yeah, it was like ninety nine. Yeah. So. You know, a guilty pleasure one that I was thinking about was uh, American Gladiators. That was, oh, like, yeah. that was like just dumb fun. I used to I do that in my that. house. Oh, yeah. yeah. I used to set up the obstacle course and my sister would stand on like a coffee table and try to hit me with like a tennis <laughs> mm -hmm. ball and stuff. You, you get the, so much fun. You get the pool noodles and put two pillows on it and try to beat the shit yeah. out of yeah. each other. Like. Well, they have things like that now, like at the trampoline parks for oh, yeah. kids. They have things where you can go do that type of stuff, which is super fun. Maybe All we right. should do that here. I do want to bring up something before we go. Mm -hmm. uh, our friend Flex from Jersey tweeted oh, yeah. out in the middle of our... 90s draft that 
his sources are telling him Katie planned to be here. He's not here. Uh, and it was for non-basketball reasons. So then take who the, was that? Take that. <laughs> yeah, who was that guy that hung out? Who was helping build the light rail? Damn it. I mean. I don't know, but that dude looked like KD today on the golf course. Yeah. We had photographic evidence, so screw any sources out there that say otherwise. <laughs> no, I. so I just wanted to get that to the people in yeah. case. So they he didn't seen. come to Phoenix. Well, we don't. I, yes. According to Flex, according to others, he was here. I don't know. How disappointing. Uh, All that for naught. <laughs> oh, Andrew in the chat mentioned Sex in the City. Does that is that was that in that the 90s? 90s. Yeah. It's yeah, I think it was like 96 or something like that. It's how I understood women in high school. I watched that show. So <laughs> well, That's yeah. how you, wait, 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 wait. That's how you understood women in high school? Well, you got to study, right? You got to know where they're oh, headed so like you could... they whoa, whoa, like those no, they were they I were women. Just, uh, I was and you're talking with about... my teachers. Oh, That's my what I'm, oh, <laughs> I'm kidding. Totally kidding. Um, I'm, gonna your man. <laughs> I'm gonna put somebody on the spot because we got to do a DraftKings pick of the week. So think about it while I tell everybody about how you can get in on the action with the DraftKings Sportsbook app. All you have to do is download their app. It's literally that simple. And when you download it, use the promo code PHNX when you sign up because when you use that promo code. After you make your first deposit, you're going to get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. Once again, that is promo code PHNX, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Now, disclaimer, minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. So make sure you are within those, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Parameters. Parameters. Thank you. Mm-hmm. See show notes for all the details. Here's your pick. Who's of, got our pick of the week? Uh, I got one. Oh, you got one. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Trace McSorley is going to lead the Arizona Cardinals to victory. In Cincinnati, in the opening game of the... But there's uh, no betting line on that. Yeah, yeah it was a one and a half. Oh. Gerald has one, too. Well, you yeah, and I thought of it all by myself, too. Oh, um, what you got, Gerald? <laughs> You're claiming I didn't. Lions money line against the Falcons tonight in preseason. Woo! Totally my pick, not anyone else's. Who the sure. hell bets on the Lions <laughs> at any point? <laughs> oh, now we know. Listen, all I'm saying is I think this might have been the only bet that you have told us that you would do, Gerald. Because I don't... Yeah. I don't personally bet. but So I'm saying everyone should take this bet because I feel like Lions! it's 100% Shane's bet. No! <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> He's so sad. Gerald. Sorry, guys. Now I'm pissed. I just thought of another. I should have taken SNL. The early 90s run of SNL. Some of the best characters. Yeah, I don't know. No. I don't know. Once you, once you go down the the historic road with Espo, he can't get out of that space. Oh, no. yeah. He's going to be thinking about this all weekend. All weekend, I'm going to be all pissed that I didn't uh, <laughs> take some. Thank you guys for joining us. As a reminder, and as always, we want you to stay safe and healthy. And a great way to do that are COVID-19 vaccines, and they are free for everyone five and older. Those 12 and older are also now eligible for a booster. Visit azhealth.gov slash vaccine for a location near you. Thank you for tuning in. We appreciate you. Until next time, we hope you have a great weekend and you can follow along with us on Twitter until we see you next week. I'm at Lindsay Smith AZ. Saul is at Saul underscore Bookman. Gerald is at Gerald Borgay. And of course, Espo is at Espo. Espo, take us home. They don't make TV shows like they used to in the 90s. Ahoy, hoy. <laughs>